following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. I say we try to have some fun today. I want to have some fun. We're going to do our best to have a lively Friday show. We do have Manhattan High School basketball coming up tonight, starting at approximately 545 with the Tribe hosting Junction City. And that's going to be kind of the peak of the fun, I would say, with our night, Troy, because you know that's going to be a fun environment. But we do have K-State at TCU tomorrow in Fort Worth. We will have Mitch Palm to break down that game for us. Number one song today, Ask Us Anything, and that's all in hour two. Hour one, I've decided to do a top ten list. I haven't done one this week. I was yeah. going to I was gonna do one yesterday, but I didn't. We were just so jam-packed with things going on. We talked to DY. Uh, we had Jeff Mitty. We had Jeff Mitty. I yep. was going to t- I was gonna do a top ten list of my favorite, my top ten favorite songs that Elton John performed on Tuesday. And I thought, like, you know, <laughs> I think that's it's it's ran its course. I I enjoyed the show. We all know that. How long is, how long of a set list was it when it was done? Because you 20, said it was over two hours. Yeah, twenty. I would guess twenty two. Okay, 22 so songs. Yeah, so you would be giving us half the concert. Yeah, and I play the songs with it as well. I mean, I can't just say the songs and I give you a little snippet of what it sounds like. But I've decided to go a different route with that. Do they know it coming up? In just a few moments, Big Steve hosting the show. Going to let him take over for a little while. But let's get down to the uh, big news of the day, and that is it's been made official that Thad Ward, Thaddeus Ward, his full name, has been hired as the new wide receivers coach for K-State. It is now, um, Coach Kleiman has now made all the hires he does need to fill up all the positions. Wide receiver coach was the last one to be filled because, of course, Colin Klein. He does get the upgrade to offensive coordinator, and he's going to still remain as the quarterback's coach. So that left open just the wide receiver's position, and Thad Ward is going to do that. But with that does come you know, the responsibility of being position coach at the Power 5 level. But we do know as fans here at K-State, I think at the very least that that room needed a jump start. Somewhat of a new face, a new voice, somebody that will go in there and hopefully be more of a developing type of position coach. I'll, I'll just say it right now. I was not a fan of Jason Ray. Never was, and I'm still not today. Of course, Courtney Messingham, when he did take over for that spot briefly, I suppose we did see a better effort from the wide receivers. You know, Malik Knowles, I would say, maybe took a took a leap. You know, was better than expected. Phillip Brooks was a little bit better than expected. Maybe, I would say maybe Malik Knowles was maybe more reaching the expectations that we would have thought he would have in 2020. But also, of course, Deuce Vaughn was a huge part of the passing game as well. He was second on the team in passing yards. But what the what the wide receivers do need is a guy that can come in and develop the talent. He, as far as I've been reading, 
Thad Ward, he's got his recruiting chops. He's done a very good job. He's been a lot of places in his 16 years of coaching experience. He's 43 years old. He's also kind of a younger guy as well when it comes to coaches at the Power 5 level. Maybe he can relate to these guys a little bit more. He's had a lot of experience, and he's been many places. This will be his second Power 5 position job, and it's got to be his biggest job to date. I would put his interim coaching head coach position, though, at Temple as his biggest job, at least to guide a program through that time. But the thing is, oh, I, I get that through that time, but I, I don't believe he even coached in a game True, as an interim head coach. Like, that was his position until they hired somebody else. Uh, it, it actually looked like he was going to stay at Temple. Previous to coming to K-State, he was coaching the wide receivers at Temple, and he was also the passing game coordinator. But the interim tag was not permanent. Like, he wasn't going to step in as the head coach from what right. we understand. And now it was announced, what, back in December that he was going to stick around at Temple, and now that's not going to be the case. He is coming to K-State, and he's now going to be the coach for the wide receivers. But the question has been asked, people want to know, like, can he develop talent? I would say he does. I was looking through his track record, and it's not like every player he's coached has turned into all-stars, but when you're coaching at Western Michigan, Northern Illinois, even I would throw in Illinois and even Temple, you're not going to have a whole room full of superstars. That's just not a place that is going to happen. You're going to have one or two guys that could be like all conference type of performers, but you're not going to have a full roster of guys that are just going to cruise and kill it and go 11-1. and one. That doesn't exactly happen. So I want to go back to when he was at Western Michigan. Because that's like one of, the, one of the first guys that popped on my, on my radar about his development comes from Western Michigan. He was there just a season in 2012, and who was he under? P.J. Fleck. Mm-hmm. P.J. Fleck is a guy, maybe he doesn't have the best relationship <laughs> with uh, K-State or K-Staters. Definitely not the, uh, not the football office. But give credit where credit is due. He can coach, and he's had some pretty good assistance under, uh, under him during his time. But Coach Ward did coach for one season wide receivers at Western Michigan. And guess what? That year, he had the MAC Freshman of the Year. Just three-star kid, Jamie Wilson. And he raked in 67 receptions for 800 yards and six touchdowns. After that, he goes to coach wide receivers from 2013 to 2015. And during that time, he had a two-time All-MAC honoree, Deron Brown, who was, by the way, a draft pick by the Kansas City Chiefs. And in his time... In college, he had a season where he had over a thousand yards, six touchdowns, and that was a 2014 season where they went to the MAC championship. He helped develop Kenny Galloway, who went to the Detroit Lions, Tommy Lee Lewis, who was an All American by Sports Illustrated, and he was an undrafted free agent to the New Orleans Saints, and he landed on a roster. Mm-hmm. So he put guys in the NFL while he was at Northern Illinois. Plus, I'm pretty sure back then they had some pretty decent quarterbacks. At Northern Illinois. Also true. 2016 to 2018, he's under Levy Smith. Now, he didn't coach, though, wide receivers. He was a running backs guy. So you're talking about Thad Ward, who in college, he was a wide receiver, played at Coffeyville mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and then he went to UCF. And that's where he graduated from, which, by the way, I hope we get him on the show because he was um criminal justice major. 
Am I saying that right? Criminal justice? Yes. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yep. He was a, I, I, I want to ask him about that because not only was he a criminal justice major, but he also uh, that's in Florida. I want to know exactly how much of a lawless swamp <laughs> that Florida is from his eyes. What did he learn while he's down there? How nuts is it really in Florida? That's got to be asked. He is a Florida guy from Tallahassee. But oh, under Levy Smith, I think this is where I was most impressed, coaching the running backs. And he's got this young guy by the name of Kendrick Foster. Kid that was really overlooked. He just had two offers. He was a three-star kid. He honestly, probably should have gone somewhere better, but he was kind of like a K-State type of recruit. Undervalued, overlooked, didn't have many offers, but he goes to the Big Ten. He finds a spot at a Power Five at Illinois a program, let's be honest, that hasn't had a lot of experience or a, a lot of uh, a lot of wins lately. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Illinois, tutors this guy named Kendrick Foster, and Foster has a breakout year where he was third in the Big Ten in yards per carry, seventh in all-purpose yards, and then here comes another guy by the name of Reggie Corbin in 2018, all Big Ten honors, rushed for over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, and by the way, in 2018, he led the entirety of FBS college football in yards per carry at eight and a half. A wide receivers coach teaching a running back mm-hmm. how to get it done. And that Reggie Corbin kid, just a couple of Power Five offers, two star kid, undervalued, overlooked. But you know what? Thad Ward got him under his wing, taught him what to do. And turn him into a Big Ten star. And then he goes to Temple, back working with the wide receivers, passing game coordinator. First year on the job, he has this young sophomore by the name of Jaden Blue, another undervalued, overlooked kid. Two stars. What happens? First season with Thad Ward coaching him, all AAC honors. 2019 season. He set the school's all-time record for receptions with 95 yards with 1,067, and he became the first player in school history to top the 1,000-yard receiving mark. The previous year, the Jaden Blue kid touched the ball four times. Hmm. And then one year under Thad Ward turns him into one of the best receivers in one season in Temple history. I think we can say at the very least that Thad Ward can develop some players. I'm very happy with this hire. I like that he is also in the mix with a former coach of his named Brian Anderson, who's coaching running backs. And by God, do we know how good that running back room is. So good. Running backs don't want to come here because the top guy is one of the best running backs in the country, if not the best running back in the country. But also like Joe Irvin, who was back in Deuce Up last year, Jacardier Wright. Those guys could carry the football. Mm-hmm. It's not like Deuce didn't have depth behind him. Looked like Brian Anderson could develop some dudes. Now Jacardier Wright's on his way to Missouri State, probably going to tear it up. And also you can't forget about Colin Klein, who it sounds like from the press conference that Coach Kleiman had earlier this week, that Colin Klein had a big hand in deciding who was going to be the next wide receivers coach, who's going to be coaching his receivers as an offensive coordinator. That's a pretty important hire to make 
That's a, that's a huge part of the offense, of course. So Colin Klein and, and Coach Kleiman, they found the guy they are comfortable with. A guy that has a lot... I, I, I'll say a big resume. A big resume. A lot of experience. And if you go to uh, kstateonline.com, I thought they had a really a couple of really good articles on Thad Ward, and they brought up his recruiting and about how he did a really good job. Like he's not going to be the the best recruit in the world, but they got some really big wins while he was at Temple, and he was a huge part of that. Same thing at Illinois under Levy Smith. And by the way, uh, we got to mention this. I saw this on uh, on Go Power Cat. He is a co-owner of a restaurant in Tallahassee. Folks, if you love a seafood restaurant, the name of the place is Shrimp Shop. (laughs) Tallahassee, Florida, Shrimp Shop. Does it sound like it gets much better than that? (laughs) I looked up the the web I looked up their website, looked up the restaurant, and I'm like, man, that looks like a delicious place to go eat some food. Big Steve, you're a big shrimp guy, right? Fun story, I'm actually allergic to it, so no, I'm not. Wow. Big Steve is not going to shrimp shop with us. You're going to be on your own for lunch then. I day. mean, if they have more than shrimp, then I'll still go with. <laughs> I, I think they do, but man, the breading on that shrimp just looks so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's affordable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not crazy expensive. And I looked up his Twitter account earlier today as well. That guy cooks. So him and Von Miller, I think, are going to have – or um, Von Malone, Von Miller, Von Malone, who loves to boil up some Cajun crawfish. Not only do we have a couple of really good coaches, but we have some coaches that love to cook. Mm-hmm. I'm all in, guys. I'm all in. Very happy about this Thad Ward hiring. I think he's going to be a great coach. I'm looking forward to seeing, though, what can he do with the transfer portal. What can you do just in, in recruiting in general? That's where you can really show off your uh, chops very early. And also, you have to learn uh, the playbook pretty quickly here because spring ball, folks, is right around the corner. Let's take a timeout. Do they know it with Big Steve is up next. They know sports. They know jokes and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do, do They Know It? Know it. We're back on the game, News Radio KMAM, with another classic edition of Do They Know It? Game number six. Wait, are you recording? Yes. Okay. I'm just, yeah, I am. Because I live in Britain. Sorry, go ahead. He's still on his Elton John. Because <laughs> I live in Britain. Sorry. <laughs> he did it. So it's I contagious. Had to do it. Sorry. It's contagious. But we're actually on game number six. It's kind of hard to believe that we've made it already six games. Dave G still swears to this day it's rigged. This is rigged. This not a game yet. Yeah. Uh, ding, 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 point for the See, TD boys. Over here, Troy thought he was the anchor. It's actually Dave G. All right? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> anyway, so uh, team names. Mitch, Sage, what's your guys' team names? All right, Sage, so this is going to be a little bit selfish, but I'm on the Elton John kick still, second day after the concert. Uh, my Our team name is The Mitch Is Back. The Mitch <laughs> Is Back. Okay. Oh, I, I can dig it. That's really good. All right. Dave G. Troy, what's your guys' team name? TD Boys with a Z. We're going back to that. We're, if we lose, we're retiring this name for life. Um, I couldn't come up with a good Elton John pun. So Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, gotcha. if you remember last game, which was weeks ago, 
Uh, Mr. New York City with three Y's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got it six to Dave G, which was Cool Guy DG2. Oh. That was last game. So, oh. with today's coin toss, game number six, Dave G, Troy, you guys have the floor. Call it. Tails. Tails never fails. We're flipping. And it's heads. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, Here's Let's defer. We'll let, we'll let them go okay. first. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Hold on, Sage. Sage, yeah, you okay I'll with let it? it happen. Okay. It's fine. Hmm. All right. Well, well there's Troy, a twist. Dave G. Okay. Full so, board. Wait, how, so how do we play this game again? Well, you got three categories: movies, TV shows, music. Two options. A category. You tell me the option. I play the sound. You tell me what it is. If it's movies, I'm looking for the movie name, the actor. TV show is the. Uh, TV show and the character, then music is the song and the artist. You have unlimited steals. Sweet. Use them wisely, even though that doesn't <laughs> matter because you have unlimited steals. Full board, what you guys going with? TVA. TVA, you got it. I've got veins that carry blood all over my yeah! body. That's how John Mayer would say it. Yes. <laughs> I'm really now. You better be okay with it. Fam guy. Stewie Griffin and uh, Seth MacFarlane on The Voice. It's, uh, it was on Fox. Uh, you can catch it on Adult Swim. Also, TBS plays it sometimes. Yeah! So you got that right. That's two points right away. Okay, I'd like to steal theirs. Uh, so we're going to go move it. <laughs> I don't think that's how this works. Oh, okay. All right. Sage is our uh, designated uh, category picker. Okay. Oh, okay. So let's let's try the music B. Music B. You got it. Out in the country, past the city limit sign, where there's a honky tonk near the county line. The joint starts jumping every night when the sun goes down. <laughs> Been there, seen them. Yeah, I, li- I know this one. This is good. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did I stump the unstumpable <laughs> Mitch? Is it Brooks and Dunn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Now what's the song? Well, I don't want to screw it up here. I'm trying to figure out exactly how the title is. But is it Boot, Scoot, and Boogie? Exactly correct. Yep. You know, We're tied up two and two. Mitch only knows that because of the Morganville VFW. Shout out to them. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> you mean the community center. The community center, and, yeah. And, um, the reason I actually know that is because of the movie Son-in-Law. Oh, yeah. You remember when Pauly Shore goes oh, there yeah. and they're like in this dance hall? And oh, I think yeah. Boot, Scoot, and Boogie was... Yeah. Like a song playing there or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. A fantastic movie, by the way. Son-in-law, go see it if you haven't. Oh, my God. What a movie. All right. Your guys' call again. You got both movie options, TVB and Music A left a good on pull, the by the way, Big Steve. I yeah. like that one. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and keep it TV. We'll do B. All right, TVB. They aren't more ethical than us. They just want to be perceived as such. And who could blame them? I mean, they've spent their entire adult lives only 280 characters away from being tweeted into oblivion. Either way, I took a new tack. Oh, boy. Wow. Can you play that one again? Yes, I can. They aren't more ethical than us. They just want to be perceived as such. And who could blame them? I mean, they've spent their entire adult lives only 280 characters away from being tweeted into oblivion. Either way, I took a new tack. I mean, honestly, it sounds like a Tucker Carlson monologue of sorts. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm blank. I'm, Absolutely blank on that. Not even just a random guess? No. Have completely right. whiffed that one. Yeah. Would you guys like to steal? I mean, I recognize like the voice, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't pinpoint where it's from. And I feel like the closest I would guess was like Arrested Development at that point, but I don't think that's right at all. I mean, I can take a guess. Okay. Is it Community? <sighs> it is not. So that is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And that is Dennis Reynolds. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Dang it. All right. Mitch Sage, both movie options still out there in the wild, and Music A still out there in the wild. What are you going with? All right. Um, I guess since I'm the designated picker. Um, how about we go with one of the movie options? Let's go A. Okay, movie A. It's going to take more than a cassette to get you two out of this, because the news is all bad. Well, there is some good news. The good news is you like driving. Because you can't take your foot off the gas for the next 25 years. This should be enough to get you across the border. From there, it's on you. Don't trust anyone but each other. And don't ever look back. Um, I, th- I have an idea, actually. Okay. Do you have any ideas, or no? I honestly don't. Steve loaded up tough this he week. He did. This yeah. is a tough well, Everybody kept saying it was rigged. I want to prove that it's not rigged, all right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't have any mm-hmm. ideas, mm-hmm. I have an idea. I think that it's Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. my God. And I need the actor. What? Who was that? The guy with the scandal? Kevin Spacey? Was that his name? Oh, my That's God. It. Good God. Um, I want to say with um, the Mitch is back um, in the lead. Are you with excuse scandal. me? Are you making? Fun? No, no, there's a totally. I was doing another monologue from another oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There's this movie called um, uh, Guessing Game, and this girl oh. gets on there and goes, um, I thought, I thought, I thought, come on. Uh, what was that movie? A? Just a, just yes, a that was mad. movie A. I'm mad, jealous, and everything. <laughs> All right, Troy, Dave, <clears throat> your guys' poll. Movies B and Music A are left. Music A, let's go. Music Come A, on. you got it. Don't you worry about the distance. I'm right there. If you get lonely, give this song another listen. Close your eyes. Listen to my voice. It's my disguise. I'm by your side. Hey, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. Hey, Delilah. Thank you. David G. Oh, okay. Hey there, Delilah. What's the artist? All American Rejects? Oh! There it goes. It didn't play for a sec there. Sorry. Uh, So you guys at least have one point off that answer. Can Mm -hmm. you guys steal that other point? Sage? It's the plain white teeth. It is the plain white teeth. I should knew that. I did not. I, they're the same people to me. You know what I mean? Just the same group of people. Just intermingled. Yeah, I don't know. So, All right. I, so, okay. So the score I have here is five to three. The Mitch yep. is back in the lead, and it's our category. So if we just need one point, and we win, say. Right. But if you guys don't get yeah. it, and they can steal both points, it's tied. Hey-o. Is there a tiebreaker? Yeah. No, remember we said no tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah, there's a tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do rock, paper, scissors for yeah. the tiebreaker, okay? Best two out of three. All right, here's your guys' last movie option. Ten years ago, I came out of the war a broken man. Jigsaw put the pieces of my life back together again. He gave my life purpose. 
And just a reminder, for TVs and movies, you can get one replay if you need it. I I, I don't need it because it's not going to help. It sounds like a Saw movie. Well, you're, you're getting caught up in Jigsaw, right. which you just said Jigsaw and piece, you know, Jigsaw pieces, putting it back together. I'm still standing. Oh my, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, sir, I'm- please, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it off the. I tea. need to get some Jeopardy music in yeah, here. Yeah, no need. doubt. Man, huh, these are some tough. This ones. is a toughie, toughie. I, I, as I said, he loaded up this week. Yeah, he did. I don't know. Troy's looking confident over there. I don't. No. Know. Mm-mm. You guys have an answer? Sage? I mean, I would personally go with Saw, but I don't know. Universal Soldier. Okay. If not, you guys want to steal? Okay, play that one more time. You got it. Ten years ago, I came out of the war a broken man. Jigsaw put the pieces of my life back together again. Oh, crap. He gave my life purpose. It just dawned on you, didn't it? <laughs> I'm just going to make a really bad guess that it's one okay. of the G.I. Joe flicks. Okay. Uh, G.I. Joe. That is yeah. incorrect. No, what? Yeah. Okay, so that is from the... Can I double steal? <laughs> double steal? Yeah. No, you don't yeah. get any no, that you sound. Know, you know, hold on. Yeah. I am curious, though. You, you don't get to steal the points because you already forfeited them. What is it? Is it is it Spiral, the the book of Jigsaw? It's uh, not. But it's one of the Saw it movies. It is one of the Saw I movies. It oh, is okay. the Jigsaw movie, which is right before Spiral. Uh, and that is so Matt Passmore. So I, I never would have gotten the actor. Right. But... Um, I misheard the clip. Oh. I, I never heard Jigsaw. Play it again. Play, okay. Replay that. Okay. Ten years ago, I came out of the war a broken man. Jigsaw put the pieces of my life back together again. I thought he was just talking about like a jigsaw puzzle. Like, jigsaw pieces. Like put jigsaw my life pieces. Back I didn't. I didn't put enough thought in the space between z- jigsaw. And help put pieces back together. Yeah. That one. See, Sage was on the right yeah, track over I was, here. I was thinking about that because eight, eight, I know movies to guess from from that. Well, series. a lot of movies. And Steven is a huge like Saw fan. Oh yeah. So that's I'm one too. of those things that I was like, I feel like that's a Saw because and all the sound effects in the background, I just felt like it was a Saw movie. I'll, I'll add to that as well. There's a ton of Saw movies, but I love them too. But I've never, I haven't seen Jigsaw, and I haven't seen Spiral yet. So but I've seen like the original run. I personally loved Spiral. My wife said it was like really like, I guess really obvious going through the movie like who the bad guy was and all that. I liked it. I was along for the ride. People don't watch those movies to find out who the bad guy is. They watch the movies because the traps are insane. Yeah, and then you know you got your wife, and she's like, I know who it was the whole time, and you go. God. However, whenever we watch horror movies together and it's one that she hasn't seen and I know it's super predictable, I'll start saying that and she'll be like, shut up. Uh, I'm trying to watch this. My wife always wants to know who, you know, she's like, "What is? who is that? What was that person doing? What are they? And I'm like, I'm watching the movie too. I don't know. Troy, you want to complain about your wife too? No, I was just going to point out <laughs> that, there's, that, that in our household, there's no way that any of the Saw movies get played. Oh, no. Oh. We, so, we got to play in a movie night, Troy. I, right? have, I have to avoid horror movie commercials <laughs> in our household. Turn it, wow. turn it, turn it. All so, right. final so, score, uh, TD Boys, six. Ignore him. He's wrong. <laughs> Mitch is back. Five to TD Boys, three. Maybe better luck next week, guys. Oh, boy. Well, that's been Do They Know It. 
guess we'll send you to a break here on News Radio KMAN. This is Usher, right? Bruno Mars. Bruno. Hmm. It's the song, That's What I Like. Sounds a lot more fuller with the vocals on it. Troy's lost. No, I'm trying to remember. What is it? Soul what that he's got with Anderson Pock? It's like kind of soul. No, the group is soul. I'm lost. Oh, Silk Sonic. You're Thank you. Of Silk Thank Sonic. you. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Which so, yeah. never is, heard of him. Which is it's, a trip. It's kind of like a new thing that they're doing, I think. So they. It's a trip. Is that what you said? Oh, I mean, they they they've gone. It's a '60s line, isn't it? That's a trip. They've gone late '60s, '70s era soul with what they're doing. It's it's straight down, straight down to the uh, jumpsuits. Yeah, I feel like that's what Jan Brady would have said. That's a trip. There's a reason I said that. <laughs> I guess Brady bunch. Uh, how many episodes I watched in reruns over the years? Sure. I mean, Brady Bunch wasn't when, on for that long, was when, it? When you didn't, well, no, but for a number of Five years, seasons. it was a, it was a show on channel 27 when you were done with school during the day. I, I remember there back, used to be back, a channel that had Brady Bunch and then Saved by the Bell back and back, back to back. You know, you have to remember that as a child of the 70s and 80s, all we had were the three TV stations. Actually, two, really, if you didn't pull in Kansas City. That is one part of my life. And one part of my life that I didn't have was those channels. I, I did have those channels, but I had a lot of options. But we also didn't have internet in my house until I was in high school. We didn't have internet in my house until... Well, that's because you're old. Yeah, Troy. thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, there. There's the photo of I'm not Silk interested. Sonic. They, they actually looks from the 70s itself. Right, that's the point. <laughs> All right. I decided to do a top 10 list because the topic was brought up a few days ago about fanatics. They've teamed up with one team to start selling college football jerseys with last names on them and that athlete if those jerseys are selling gets a little piece of the pie so i've decided to put a top 10 list together of my predictions on who would be the top 10 wildcats with the best-selling jersey nothing okay no i'm i'm waiting to see here number 10 number 10 i gotta go with eli huggins because i don't i think he would kind of get that will geary type of respect like people kind of fell in love with him, big guy making plays in the middle of the defensive line. Eli Huggins, who's also been around for a long time, mm-hmm. I think he would sell some jerseys. Maybe not a ton, but a few would. A few would go out the door. Number nine. Number nine is Daniel Green, another player that's returning for a super senior season, and one that really jumped onto the map after this past season. All Big Twelve type of performer. And he's going to be back for the Wildcats this upcoming season. Number seven. Speaking of linebacker is Brandon Jennings. Brand new Wildcat coming to us from Maryland. And he is a lot of fun to talk to. He's the one when I played that interview, he said his favorite movie was The Waterboy. And he hits like Bobby Boucher without shouting out to his mom (laughs) or something like that. 
He's entertaining, and I think he's going to be one of those newcomers, the transfers that's going to like really kind of mm-hmm. show off, and he's going to get more playing time as the season goes on, and he's going to turn into one of the fan favorites. Number seven. Number seven is Cleet Duke. I think that guy would have sold a lot of jerseys last year if he doesn't get hurt, and he's one of the key returners to this team, even though he did get hurt last year. And I hope he's one that people did not forget about. And to remind everybody that next season, that defensive line is going to be vicious, especially in the ends. You're going to have Felix, Andy, DK, Uzama. Khalid Duke is on the other side. That's going to be wheat, bread, sandwich, crushing type of defensive ends K-State's going to have. Would you rather I go rye bread? No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm good with that. I, I'm just thinking to myself, how would you like to be a defensive coordinator with that group up front? Yeah, it's kind of a Oof. a dream. Oof. Especially with the breakout type of season that Felix and yep. DK had. We all know Khalid Duke is going to be just crushing dudes. Where are we at? Number six? Yeah. Number six. Echo Boydo. For those that notice what he did last year, he became quite the fan favorite without actually making the most plays in the world. Echo Island. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a t-shirt in itself. You could sell t-shirts <laughs> with just Echo Island. But now that the jerseys will be available, and we'll see if K-State does jump onto this and they start selling the player jerseys, but I think Echo Boydo is another one of those popular defensive guys, but he's a popular for a little bit of a different reason. For the plays that you know maybe aren't made, he's just locking down dudes. Mm-hmm. And, and in that way, he became popular. And I also thought he got popular with K-State Twitter. And it was a shame that he wasn't recognized the way he should have been. Number five. Number five is Kobe Savage. First of all, that's a great last name on a jersey. Savage. I think of Macho Man Randy Mm -hmm. Savage and how great of a name that was and how much of a character he was. I've talked to Kobe Savage a couple of times. And that's another guy that has a great personality. But I'm going to tell you right here and now, I have Reggie Stubblefield vibes with Kobe Savage. Hmm. Defensive back, he's 5'11", like the same size, and he also has a great personality. He comes from a smaller school, mm-hmm. and he is going to – I think he's he's just a junior as well, so he's got a couple of years of eligibility remaining at least. I think he's he's got that Reggie Stubblefield kind of vibe going okay. with me. I, li- I like him. I like him. And that's just before – it's kind of like a – it wasn't necessarily the same vibe I had with like Deuce Vaughn. But Deuce Vaughn, I just saw his name. I was like, man, that guy is going to be awesome. <laughs> Kobe Savage is another one. You can look at his name, but also if you get to know him, he is going to be awesome, mm-hmm. and he's going to go all out for K-State because that was a school that really gave him an opportunity. Number four. Number four, now we're getting to the area that we all know is going to be expected. Who's going to sell jerseys? Malik Knowles. But maybe not so much as a wide receiver. A dynamic kick returner. Mm-hmm. Special teams, you. That's going to be your leader. Makes sense. That's going to be your leader. I think it explains itself enough. Number three. Number three is Adrian Martinez, the quarterback. The quarterback. Always. Automatically is going to sell those jerseys. And with one year, he, he will sell some jerseys, I'm sure. But ladies, keep your hands off. Buy the jerseys, but keep your hands off. He's already taken. Number two. Number two is King Felix. And UDK Uzama. He is one of two that I think is just going to rake in the dough if K-State sells his jerseys. We're going off what he did last year, the six-sack game against TCU. 
That is a that's a guy that's going to sell some jerseys. But finally, number one, number one, I think we all know where I'm going with this one. It is Shane Porter. He's got a great social media following. <laughs> He'll get on TikTok and he's going to do some dances in his own jersey like he did previously. But he's going to turn around and show the back because it's going to say Porter on there. They're going to fly out the window. They're just going to fly out the sporting goods stores, and Shane Porter <clears throat> is going to clean up. Really? Number one. Deuce Vaughn. Let's go to a Thank break. You. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Uh, Oklahoma fans, open your eyes. That's next. Before we get to uh, Oklahoma, let's just LLL at uh, Brock Purdy. Oh, it was a jump last night. Three of eight, barely ran for anything, torpedoed by the Navy linebacker. I need to pull up the footage of that for you. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch a whole lot of yesterday's Shrine Bowl. I did get to see the first couple of series with uh, Russ East out there, made mm-hmm. a nice play at like the two-yard line as a ball carrier is running out of bounds, made a nice tackle. He was also on the field at the same time as Skylar Thompson. But from the plays I did see, I didn't get to watch much of Skylar, but uh, the plays I did see looked pretty sharp. Yeah, Diego Fago was the linebacker in question. And it was... The Navy guy? Yeah, and it was tremendous. From the Liberty Bowl. Yep, uh, there we go. Well, just video to, doesn't do anything for the listeners. No, but. and I understand that, but you've got to see this because it just absolutely smoked Brock Purdy. Yep, nice tackle, used just the right shoulder... Need to pick that pick up that helmet though, young man. <laughs> that that crown of that helmet was down. And and Purdy walking back to the huddle, just going, "What? What? God dang it! Come on!" I just wanted to bring up Oklahoma fans for just a moment because there's this is the part of sports that just irritate the heck out of me, and it's it's about bringing up a making a big deal of out of something that doesn't matter, and that's from Stuart Mandel from the Athletic who put together his way too early top twenty five. He updated it from last month. And he dropped Oklahoma out and put USC in. And you can argue maybe that's just because it's not so much about Lincoln Riley leaving OU to go to USC. It's maybe because he brought Kayla Williams with Mm -hmm. him. And also uh, Spencer Rattler is also now going to South Carolina. But his argument is it's more than that. It's It's about how much Oklahoma has lost. Here's the deal, OU fans. This I know you're entitled and you feel like you should be praised with top 25 honors throughout the calendar year it never it should never end even if football's not going on but you got to realize you have lost four of your five top receivers you have lost three of your five starting line uh, offensive linemen linebackers safety defensive ends a lot of guys either are heading to the nfl or you uh, they went into the transfer portal i mean they're acting like texas fans things change when the transfer portal is a big deal and you also go through a coaching change Brent Venables does have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. OU, you're probably going to be fine. Don't make this a huge deal. It doesn't matter. We all know top 25 doesn't matter anyway.